Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is great to be with you on another glorious summer morning. 503-589-1220 is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails. To Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. So is the legislative session about to collapse? And if so, what does that mean? That's a matter of perspective. Also, Brian Boquist's newsletter that I talked about yesterday is literally... Now a um, Oregon catalyst story. Most of it is. The piece of this that is powerful, and it, and it follows up with a couple of other stories here. Um, that are in the news. It, it, and it, this business about that the. the legislative session is about to collapse. This is the opportunity of Republicans. This is the opportunity of you, the conservatives, to influence people in your world, persuadable people who can be persuaded. This is powerful. And I want to go back to as you're having conversations about this, and, and, and this again is where Republicans just still don't get it. They, they just, they haven't understood the power of imagery. Imagine you're a parent and your child comes to you, let, let's say your 12-year-old daughter, to tell you that she's pregnant because somebody's raped her, committed a crime. And that she's going to go have an abortion. What would your reaction be? She's going to have an abortion, by the way, because... The people at school said she could and that you got to pay for it. Now imagine your reaction to that. Imagine your reaction as a parent if you found out about all of this after it was already all done. And you found out that you can't do anything about it. Now, in the first case, in the first case, you have to understand that this new law, which the Republican walkout in the Senate is stopping from becoming law. And by the way, they're already saying they'll try it again because they've they've pretty much admitted defeat. Republicans are not coming back over this and the gun bills, and they shouldn't. 
We'll talk about the the down the road implications of all of that in in a moment. But look, if you find out about this after the fact is one thing. If you find out about it before your child has an abortion and you say, well, no, you're not going to do that. And then the child goes to school and says, my parents say I can't have an abortion. This new law, if passed, would allow the state to say, well, your parents are wrong and they can't stop you. And if they try to, we're going to put them in jail. Now, imagine your reaction as a parent when you find out about this before the abortion happens. You probably have some questions, like who got her pregnant? That's illegal, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's a Measure 11 crime. It is, folks. You go to jail for a long period of time under Measure 11 for this very thing. But instead, and I'm going to go back to Brian Boquist's newsletter. Somebody's committed a crime. Who is it? Are they going to be held accountable? And is this destroying the evidence? Is the abortion destroying the evidence? And is everyone involved with this crime protected from prosecution? Shouldn't they be prosecuted? Shouldn't a school district who's usurping parents' rights be prosecuted here? What about the doctor giving the abortion? What about the person that impregnated? Again, I want to read from Brian Boquist's newsletter, which is an Oregon Catalyst story today, and I will make sure that it's on the show plan. Quote, Democrats claim this is an expansion of Oregon abortion rights. But what it would really do is put young girls and women in harm's way. Whoever gets an underage girl pregnant needs to be in jail. Instead, these criminals, the person who got them pregnant, who's committed a crime, would coach that young girl to go have an abortion, which destroys not only a human beating heart, but also all the evidence of the crime. And they would be protected under the law. Now, everything I've just said to you, you could use in a persuasive conversation. But the reason I'm putting this to you this way is I want to go back to the OPB story about the session collapsing. Because most of this article is about House Bill 2002. You see... Even the uber-left Oregon Public Broadcasting, funded by you, the taxpayers, that is as left as you can get, even they get what the Republicans don't. 
that this is a parents' rights bill, that it's divisive because it gets, as the Oregon Oregonian editorial board said in their editorial, it gets between parents and their children. Yet, here's the point. Why would any Democrat want to protect a criminal who's committed a crime that sends somebody to jail for a long time under Measure 11? Why would they want to protect the criminal? Because no matter what the Democrats say, that's the effect of this bill. That's the impact. The Oregonian editorial board gets it. Now, why aren't Republicans shouting from the mountaintop that this Democrats are protecting criminals? Now, don't you think that would get somebody's attention? And then you simply say, but it does. This scenario that Brian Boquist laid out is something you can repeat over and over again. Now, Rob Nasi gave an emotional speech about this. He's the guy who rammed this through his committee. He gave an emotional speech about this, about how his daughter got pregnant and she decided to have a baby at age 18. How horrible. How awful. The insinuation is, of course, that it would have been better for him to have never known his grandchild. Because he would have preferred to have his daughter, who got pregnant at age 18, to go have an abortion. That's the message that comes out of that. So much for compassion. So much for loving and caring children. Rob Nasi said he no longer believes the bill is likely this year. And even during next month's or next year's February short session, where it could easily incite another walkout, he expects to take up the matter in 2025 because they believe. And they've even floated the idea of removing the emergency clause. If they did that, then what's happening in Washington state could happen here. Washington state, they passed similar legislation that actually is even worse because it takes the kid away from you and puts them in a place they can have an abortion, a halfway house. That bill passed and signed into law by their leftist governor is now being... They're gathering signatures to repeal it. They've floated the same idea here, but they don't want to do it. This, you see, they're under the delusion that the Roe versus Wade U.S. Supreme Court decision has kept them in power, has led them to all these victories, has led them to not having the great blue or red wave that was predicted. 
So the question is, can they go too far? Have they gone too far? With this legislation in getting between parents and their children. Now, the answer to that is simple. Only if Republicans use it the right way. And that means you have to accuse the Democrats of protecting criminals who commit crimes with this law. It's a crime to get an underage girl pregnant and then to coach that underage girl how to get an abortion where the evidence is destroyed. Oh, and oh, by the way, the parents have to pay for it in their through their insurance and their insurance company breaches U.S. contract law because they can't tell them. Nobody can tell the parent. And if, oh, by the way, the parent finds out and objects, they can go to jail. That's what Republicans need to be screaming. Democrats are protecting criminals. What to destroy the evidence of getting a 10-year-old girl pregnant and then forcing her to have an abortion. Oh, there's more, and we'll get to all of it in a moment. It's 6.20. Don't go away. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty. It's the Power Buick GMC Talk Line. Five zero three five eight nine twelve twenty. Emails to Jeff at twelve twenty dot am. Jeff at kslm.news. A state employee who shall never be named has a great email, and it's about Trump. I'm going to read it to you in a second, but I want to remind you, Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, is a contractor that you can absolutely trust to come into your home, and so also the subs that he works with Come in and take care of your home and to not make a remodel in your home a mess that ends up being not such a fun experience. Don't take my word for it. Go to his website, check it out for yourself. You'll see some great before and after photos and some very appreciative customer comments. Righteousrenovations.com. He's a man of faith and he lives it in how he deals with you, including being very open and honest about what he's doing and how much money he makes on these projects. He's unafraid to show you that, and that's extremely rare in this business. Righteousrenovations.com. Give him a call, 503-341-3816. This state employee says, who sent me this email says double, triple, quadruple standard, anyone? So let me just 
make sure we get this right. President Trump had his home raided suddenly by multiple armed FBI agents to seize documents that he had already declassified and that he was working with them to return. President Biden had multiple boxes of sensitive and classified documents at several different unsecured and public locations, and his lawyers were permitted to handle the documents and turn into the FBI what they found. That was when Joe Biden was vice president. But there is no legal protection like a president has. And then finally, this person writes, FBI Director Christopher Wray has refused to give Congress an unclassified document about O'Biden's bribery scandal that he first claimed did not exist and then was forth, forced to admit existed. And Congress will have to hold him in contempt to maybe be able to get that document. But everything is fine with our federal government. There's no deep state. Everyone is treated equally because we know that no one is above the law. Yep. The Republicans are sending out these newsletters. And I'm going to ask you another question here, because this bill, House Bill 2002, is central in many ways, because it leads to this whole transgender drag queen business. In fact, there's a Liberty Daily headline today. Taxpayer-funded Sesame Street pushes sexual deviancy on innocent children. Another one is demon rats, that's the Democrats, use drag queens to rally 2024 voters, including homosexual anal sex wrapping in front of children. This happened down in Tempe, Arizona, at Arizona State University. You see the video of it. It's a story. The Gateway Pundit story. Now, I just want you to think about that. Is Democrats think they rode the anti-Roe versus Wade wave to stopping what they knew was going to be a huge shellacking in 2022? They think that they can do that again, but they think this time They'll do it with drag queens, transgenderism, gender-affirming care, as they call it. Do you think that that's a bridge too far? Do you think that America is ready to just unilaterally capitulate to drag queens everywhere in front of our kids? You think? Now, Dick Anderson is one of these Republican senators. He's a very moderate guy, former mayor of Lincoln City. He's a Republican who took a Democrat seat. In his newsletter, and I want to thank Barbara for sending it to me. Thank you. And he has been showing up for work every day on the floor. Again, the dirty little secret is that you may not know is that Republicans have been showing up for work every day at the legislative session in committees and in their offices. But when it comes to floor, they leave. So this business of fining them $325 a day, remember Courtney, and there's a story about that today, about Courtney and Bertziger talk about it. Courtney proposed a $500 fine, but never tried to impose it. 
Remember, Republicans had left the state. Kate sent the state police after him. Tina hasn't done that yet. Republicans left the state entirely. They're there working right now, which makes this all the more not only unconstitutional, there is no legal precedence to do it. Anyway, Dick Anderson talks about bipartisan atmosphere, blah, blah, blah. Virtually no words here at all about the sexy thing that gets everybody's attention that would actually help him. And that is Democrats pushing a bill that allows criminals to create crimes, destroy the evidence, and be protected by law. Allowing a 10-year-old girl to get pregnant, coaching that girl on how to have an abortion without parental consent, parents have to pay for it and if they find out they could get thrown in jail not a word about that idiots i'm sorry at the moment senator dennis lithicum will not be with us today he has a bad cold we'll look for him next week 6 30 Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. So if the legislative session is about to collapse as the leftist taxpayer-funded Oregon public broadcasting story says, is that a good thing? What are the alternatives? Again, as you have conversations with persuadable people, it's easy to refute this. Now, this headline is all for a reason, folks. Okay? It's all for a reason. It's to create. Re- remember what Brian Boquist yet wrote yesterday about headlines and how they're usually written very differently than the actual body of the story. With the with impasse deepening is the headline. 2023 Oregon legislative session is on the edge of collapse. Now that's meant to hurt Republicans. But you see, Dirk Vanderhart, the lefty writer here at OPB, he gets it. The opening line of this story is. State Representative Rob Nossi did battle over House Bill 2002. He gets it. That's what this is all about. Now, the truth of this is that you need to if somebody in your world, I mean, it's one thing to make the argument. Gary, hang on, I'll get to you in a second. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. It's one thing to talk about the messaging. 
in an impactful and emotional way. Because that's what you have to do, folks. And I don't care what it is. This bill or forced vaccinations or a single mom not being able to protect herself from the crazy ex-boyfriend or ex-husband because she can't go buy a gun because she can't afford to go take training in measure 114 that doesn't even exist. Those are all emotional arguments that we should be making. And the people who have the bully pulpit on our side, which right now is Tim Canope or Vicki Brees Iverson, by the way, a story about her apologizing because her son, her teenage son, made a was standing next at an air museum in Madras on a school trip was standing next to a German Focke Wolf 190 fighter one arguably one of the best fighters of World War II and he gave the Nazi salute she has to apologize it was a I mean he apologized too it was a dumb thing to do yes it was but he's a teenager for crying out loud they do all kinds of dumb things. They're teenagers, especially boys. I know, I was one. I did all kinds of dumb things. So she has to apologize. Folks, we have to use emotional arguments for our arguments. And right now the momentum is with us. It is not with the Democrats. So if the Republican leadership and certain Republican senators are not able to figure this out, then we have to help them. Now, by the way, thank you to all of you. A friend of mine, Mark, sent a, a a nice email to Canope and other Republican senators just thanking them for walking out. And I'm grateful and I want to thank them for walking out. Even if they're not using it to the fullest of advantage that they should and they could because they're, they're messaging just, I'm sorry, folks. It sucks. Yeah, I said that. It just misses the opportunity permanently realign people who are waking up to the radical left agenda now this whole business of using transgenderism and drag queens the democrats think they're going to ride that to victory in 2024 what do you think do you think america's ready for that now if we use the tools and the techniques of the left that work, we would be making the emotional argument. We would be taking this moment in American history and in Oregon's history to draw people to us who normally vote for Democrats because we are Sergeant Joe Friday. Just the facts, ma'am, just the facts. People don't vote that way anymore. And it's dumb to do Einstein's famous quote. 
about stupidity, right? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. That's what Republicans do. They try to talk about this, and in this case, the Constitution. The Democrats not following it. Nobody cares about that. What they care about is their parental rights being taken from them and by Democrats who are protecting criminals who take away their parental rights. That's what they're doing. Now, you say that to somebody, and boy, I bet you get their attention. In fact, some of you have. You are the person that can help the Republicans. You need to remind every Republican senator that their messaging isn't changing minds and hearts. Because people vote with their hearts, folks. They don't vote with logic and reasoning anymore. That's what you need to, re- as you are thanking them, you need to remind them of that. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk lane. In a moment, we'll go to Gary. Got to remind you, like tomorrow or Thursday is supposed to be in the 90s. If you're not comfortable at home or in your business, call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out and fix what's broken with your AC system, and you will feel better. Call them at 503-580-1456. One of the things they do par excellence better than anybody else is they get out to your place immediately. They're emergency services. They fix stuff for you right away. You don't have to wait in misery. Call him, 503-580-1456. Let's go to Gary, who's on the line. Gary, go Beeves. Good morning. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Uh, Ducks doing really well in baseball, so they that's They actually are? Yeah. <laughs> I'm proud of them. Hey, yeah, exactly. Uh, the the, the uh, Democrats have gone insane. A boy doing a high Hitler, and he's got high Hitler, and he's supposed to, uh, that's insanity. That is absolutely, and who reported him? I mean, did his teacher report him? Was she spying on him to, to embarrass his mom? I mean, come on. Those people are gone insane. I, I called uh, Rob Wagner's office again, and I talked to one of his guys there. Must be, you know, sounded like he was, you know, one of his mucks. And, you know, I'm not really a wonky guy. I, You know, I do the politics, but I don't do the wonky uh political stuff, but I just, I just said, you're making uh, it okay for girls eight years old to have an abortion is insane. There is no reason to, to even have a bill like that. You should pull it. And you're really just feeding into the pedophilia crowd. Uh, you, you, you're supposed to have one of these girls get raped, get pregnant, have an abortion, and then her parents don't even find out about it? That's insanity. And he had very little to say. You could almost hear it in his voice agreeing with me. (laughs) Well, all right. So I I want to go back to uh, one of our activists said she overheard a Democrat legislator, very powerful one, talking to another legislator, talking about how he hoped 2002 would die because his wife, they're sleeping in separate bedrooms. This is affecting he and his wife. 
It is. And really, you've got to stay with the, the insanity plea because that's what it is. And that's an emotional thing. And it, and it opens a whole lot of connotations. Thank you, Gary. I appreciate it. Couldn't agree more. Go Beavs. Go Ducks. Bye. Got a great email, a couple of great emails for you when we come back. It is 648. Again, Senator Linthicum couldn't join us because he has a bad cold. He'll be with us next week on Tuesday. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. 503-589-1220 is that Power Buke GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at kslm.news. I'm looking at this Oregonian story, by the way. The Oregon Central Oregon Diversity Project said on Saturday in a Facebook post that it was demanding Brees Iverson's immediate resignation for something her stupid kid did. Teenage boys. Oh, and this group is dedicated to providing solidarity and opportunity to black, indigenous, Latinx, Asian, and all people of color in Central Oregon. Hmm. You know, I thought the Nazis focused on killing the Jews. Hmm. It's funny how they're the Oregon Central Oregon Diversity Project that at least this writer didn't include Jews that they're trying to protect. They're anti-Semitic, that's why. And then they go on to say, well, six million Jews are murdered by Nazis and their henchmen. Okay. But this group doesn't, apparently, at least according to this writer in this news story, doesn't provide solidarity with Jews. They wanted her to resign. This business of House Bill 2002 has elicited certain responses. I got them in the emails. Parental rights. Michael writes, this bill is one of the main reasons why our children are homeschooled. We try to change our history, i.e. the Civil War. It is a very important part of our history. My family is mainly from the South and fought for the Confederates. Now they are dismantling that history, taking down statutes and changing base names, military base names. It is a slap in the face that the U.S. is hiding our country's history. Those who don't know history or remember it are doomed to repeat it. It's very sad to see how this country is being handled. I pray for this country and our children. You're right. Doug writes, regarding the legislative collapse of House Bill 2002, he writes, is it any surprise that a majority of these young adults who go to the government schools, colleges as heterosexual return home as homosexual or transsexual with a few homosexual experiences under their belt to the shock of their parents actually come from households with progressive Liberal parents, sending your children to government schools grooms them for a life of misery and is tantamount to child abuse. What do you think about that? 
By the way, a state employee who shall never be named reminds me, today is June 6th. It's D-Day. This person writes, may we never forget and always be grateful. It was the largest amphibious invasion in the history of warfare. On June 6, 1944, more than 150,000 brave young soldiers from the United States, probably few of them trainees. That was my editorial comment. He continues. The United Kingdom and Canada stormed the beaches of Normandy, France, in a bold strategy to push the Nazis out of Western Europe and turn the tide of war for good. Imagine the commitment, sacrifice, and resolve of those brave heroes. Many will never forget the price that must be paid to secure liberty and freedom. That's right. That's why I get intensely angry when people refuse to stand up for a flag salute or the national anthem. They don't deserve to be in America. Yeah, our nation is run by a bunch of deep staters right now, folks, and we got to fix that, and we can. But I'm telling you, the blood that was shed, it continues to be shed, for the opportunity for me to talk like this over the radio, for you to listen, for you to call and talk, it's profound. That opportunity is absolutely profound. So, Anne-Marie says, I am emphasizing some of your talking points about this bill, which are forgetting the most important point. The underage pregnant girl likely thinks the baby's father loves her because he said so. The tr that trauma won't ever leave her. She needs her parents to help her get through this horror. It's evil to the max to separate her from her parents for all those reasons. Well, you know, I never thought about that, but that's 100% correct. To the phones. We'll start with Rebecca, and then we'll go to Tim. Rebecca, go. I'm going to give you one minute because i got to give Tim a minute. Go. I was just remembering how Obama, when he was running for office the first time, said that he his mission included stopping doctors from cutting things off, like cutting legs off. And at the time, I thought, what a weird thing to say. But Obamacare is what pays for all this garbage. It when he got that passed, it it started a flow of money, and um, and it will pay for any number of surgeries. And this whole thing goes back to Obama and that weird thing he said when he was running for office the first time. Because completely, I, I completely forgot about that. That's it. Rebecca. Thank you for reminding me of that. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go on to Tim. Tim, good morning. Your thoughts? Uh, good morning, Jeff. I'll go real brief because I wrote down some notes for today, and they were almost exactly what I talked about last time. So let's <laughs> add a couple things to it. The Republicans have to come up with a message and not wait. The longer they wait, it gives the Democrats time to be proactive and reduce the value of the message. And going back to the kicker, one thing I, in a discussion I got into, you could take any issue that comes up, whether it's parental rights, 
whether it's inflation and tied to the kicker. So you okay, can address how? multiple issues by just using the kicker. For example, uh, churches. Churches should be interested in the kicker because it gives people more free income to address the things the church want to do. And I, when I get into discussion, I have to describe the difference between the two political parties in order to get those who don't vote interested. Because if they're not different, well, they lose interest in the politics. So I, I, they, I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, uh, Tim, because uh, ultimately it's an important point to make that helps people just understand the importance of the kicker and its impact because an incredible amount of that money that is we get back in form of kicker whenever we get it goes into charities and all kinds of charities. And it's a good thing. But that's not what gets people's attention. What gets people's attention is this business of Democrats protecting criminals who impregnate 10-year-old or 8-year-old girls. And then they get to destroy the evidence by forcing that girl to have an abortion. Anne-Marie's point about that person is probably telling that child, young girl, that they love them. And they're an evil criminal. They need to go to jail. Thanks for listening, folks. We're back tomorrow, no doubt. Hey.